Did you like our little sped up entry music, Magoo? Well, I think, you know, we, after the past couple of weeks, we didn't play the intro music and we kind of lost our mojo. So I think at this point, uh, we'll try whatever works for us to get us out of this little funk, you know. And a funk for us, hey, is about 50%. Call it 48%. Yeah, we'll take 45. It. Not the worst. It's not the end of the world. But yeah, you, I, you know, you've been a little bit of a chatty Cathy lately. So. Uh... I figured we maybe had to cut the entrance music in half at least because um, I know you got a lot to say. And I think you're going to have a, way more than I have to say this week because. Uh, oh, you don't you like know, it? No, this card is it's okay. I, I've still got a little bit more work to do, but um, I've got a few picks dialed in. Uh, but I'm definitely going to let you go first. So if this is your first time listening to the Sharpening the Squares College Football Podcast, first off, I apologize. You should stop and then delete the podcast immediately and go do something better with your life. However, if you <laughs> really intend to listen on uh, what Magoo and I are doing, we are in the Will Hill College Football Contest, where each week we play seven games against the spread off of a card that they give us. So most of the time it's the big matchups, but sometimes they leave them out, unfortunately, like UCF and Cincinnati. I was hoping to bet that one. Um Anyway, so we are – we actually won what? We won some money, fourth place. We were in a tie for fourth place last year, our first year. Oh, this yeah. year we are slightly over 500, but we are looking to get that. 16 and 12. 16 and 12, not bad. We're in the hunt. You know, we just got to string a couple good weeks together, some five and two. Yeah, we need that We need that monster. Yes. We need that monster week because we had a couple of those last year. A seven and oh. We had two six and one cure weeks. a lot of ills. A seven and oh would cure a lot of Oof, what did ever. Um, okay, Magoo, well, you told me before the pod that you had a lot of picks you like, so go ahead and hit me with your favorite one. I really do. I think week two was the one that I hated, and uh, this one, I don't, I'm not, I don't have uh, favorites, okay? I'll give you categories, though, again. I like the category game. Uh, the first category is this, this team has no business laying this many. Oh. Um, fade the public road dog. Um, a uh, hold your nose, of course, one of our one of our staples, or a uh, why uh, or a uh, yeah, step in front of a freight train. So I'll give you those four categories. Step in front of a freight train. (laughs) Um, well, I don't want to start off with a uh, possibly nixing one of your picks. So let's go fade the public road dog. That sounds like it's up my alley. Oh boy! All right, you're not gonna like this one, but um, <laughs> our boyfriend. Bodog. Oh dear. Um, yeah, these squares are hammering Iowa yep. right now, and why shouldn't they? Michigan hasn't looked great. Iowa, I just don't think that they've proven anything. They barely squeaked by what you think is a suspect Iowa State team, and they should have lost that game. And then they kicked the crap out of some no-names, Rutgers, Middle Tennessee. Like, I'm not impressed. I want to see them do it on the road. Public is hammering Iowa. I have no problem just as a pure public fade. 
I think Michigan hit the reset button on their season, and I have no problem laying the wood here with Michigan. I think it's a bad matchup for Iowa, too. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, there's just a couple things I don't like. I'm actually with you, though. And the, <laughs> my biggest reason to being with you is that uh, John Murray on a, one of the podcasts, he said this is going to be the biggest decision of the week for the books. Everybody sharps were on the Iowa early. And now squares, everybody's playing Iowa. Um, and I like to be on the side of the books, especially when we're talking a public road dog, because, man, the public is sometimes right on uh, favorites when they bet them, especially in college football. But when public's, you know, if, when the public finds a dog that they like, man, that is a rare, rare winner. Um, the only thing I don't really like, Iowa's been getting healthier, so their secondary is getting healthy. Uh, and they got a, one of their stud O-linemen back this week. Uh, but I look at last week's game with Michigan, and I know everybody's going to say it's Rutgers, and you know they were so bad the coach got fired right afterwards. But I think that that was the get-right <laughs> game that they needed. I mean, they needed their offense to show too. some life. They needed their defense to lay the smack down. And they still have everything in the world to play for. I mean – if they went out, they're they going to go to the, the college football playoff most likely. So, As crazy as it sounds. Anyways, I'm with you. Three and a half is a short, short number. And, you know, Bodog does it to oh, us yeah. again. Oh, well, shame on us. This is, to me, this is a larger fade of Iowa. Just because I don't think we can just say like, oh, well, they put up a lot of points versus Middle Tennessee and Rutgers. Well, yeah, so did Michigan. And – Iowa's uh, really not had a tough road test. The Iowa State game was just kind of fluky, in my opinion. And I don't know, Michigan, Iowa State. And really, Iowa State should have beat them by a yep. touchdown. So I, I have no problem fading the public dog. There's no problem being yeah, on the book I like side. that. I like it, for sure. On. I mean, I love it that this is the toughest D that they've played so far. This is their – uh, by far their toughest road game that they've played so far. So uh, Iowa does have a, you know, good coach, solid quarterback, but I just don't think they have the uh, – they're just not quite dynamic enough, I think, to really threaten that Michigan defense. So let's lock it in. Play number one, Michigan minus no, I, three I and think, half. Yeah. I really do think Michigan is going to be jacked up, fired up. All righty. Uh, I'm going to How much haters oh. they have. I'm going to go to one of our staples. I love my service academies. I love uh, what they do, both what they do for our country and how they win, a, win us some units. So, anyways, we actually have two service academy games to choose from this week, but I am going to the one oh. where Army is two and a half point. Oh, oh. dog. What? To Tulane. And I love this thing. Oh, that's dumb. Uh, Army, great home field advantage. They've been 15-0 and 0 straight up their last 15 games at home. This is an early game, which I love even more. Tulane traveling all the way to West Point. That is a good amount of travel. They're just, they are crossing one time zones. Uh, and Tulane is coming off an, an emotional win over Houston, which if you saw the end of that game, they had no business winning it. It was crazy. Um, and you know how we like – that's one of our rules, Magoo. We fade the team coming off an emotional win. Uh, Army, they are fourth in rushing offense. So I basically see Army as doing what Tulane does but better. 
Army is fourth in rushing offense. They figured it out from early in the season when they were struggling. They're 19th in scoring defense, so I think they've got the goods to mostly stop. And another thing I like, our boy Rufus Peabody was really hot last week. He won both of his plays that he released on his podcast. He's not a tout. He's a statistician type of guy, and he's got Army as one of his plays this week. So give me the home dog, Army plus oh, yeah. Salute to service. I like it. I, you know, I skipped over yeah. this game. I uh, wasn't prepared for this first segment as I thought. I didn't even notice this game, but I like it. I like the second play. LOL. Locked on uh, something else. So I like it. I like Army. Good That's deal. A good one. It's a really good one. Home dog. They're begging you to take Mmm, A couple of these uh, you're not going to like with the home variants. Let's go. Let's go to the left side and go with. Uh, let's go to. Let's see the big game. Oh, let's go to the. Let's go to a big game, a ranked on ranked. So your voice what? is going a little robotic. Do you think you're having a spotty connection, possibly? Is this better? How's that? Uh, so far, so good. Just keep going. I think you're the one that's. A little messed up here. Okay. May have to edit this out here. But <clears throat> this team, I love. Uh, I'm going to go to a, a non public road dog. And it's an overreaction to the week before that I really like. And we texted, and, I, and you liked it too. But I'm going back to the well. This team was good to us two weeks ago. The Pitt Panthers. I love my Panthers. Catching four and a half. On the road versus Duke, Duke doesn't have much of a home field advantage, really. And Duke looked a little too good, and Pitt looked a little too bad last week. I think it zigs. We zig when everyone else is zagging on these teams. That, that game against Virginia Tech-Duke, it got way out of hand. And Virginia Tech, we'll get to that one in a second, but they are the second-worst team in the ACC, and that is saying Oops. something. So... I don't take anything. I'll, I'll even tout a little bit that I gave you before the season to pick Duke to win the ACC Coastal because I wasn't bought in on Miami and Virginia Tech. I said you might as well take a long shot. But nonetheless, I like to fade them here. Pitt as a solid defense and a frisky QB and obvious, obvious letdown spot last week versus Delaware. Just it could have been more flat. It could not have been a flatter situation. Well, I will give you my thoughts on this as well. I'm I'm definitely leaning that side. Uh, Pitt has dominated the series. They have won and covered four straight. Uh, Duke, also, they are a terrible uh, ATS record as a favorite. They're zero and nine ATS in their last nine games as a favorite, and they're one and eight straight up in that same period. Don't yeah, you mentioned don't worry about that three point win over Delaware that Pitt just put in. It was definitely a letdown spot, and they actually rested starters for that game, which you you rarely see people just flat out oh, yeah. resting starters. Uh, but man, it almost cost them there. Uh, the only thing I that <laughs> causes me concern is Duke's quarterback. Man, everybody was worried about replacing Daniel Jones when he got drafted by the Giants. He was such a stud for them. But, man, this guy, he's completing 77% of his passes. 
He's had 10 touchdowns and zero interceptions, and he's almost got 300 rush yards on the season. So a dual-threat quarterback that is performing very well, that kind of worries me going up against him at home. But um, I don't know. I'd say we could we'll come back to that. I'm worried about the this – there's a little bit of a coaching mismatch. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that too. Maybe we're maybe we're talking ourselves off of this one. I've got a lot more plays though. I'm gonna put on. a star by it because I don't want to talk us off an early lean, but I definitely like it. Um, okay, actually, before we go, I think we should pause the podcast, Magoo, and then let's. Can you listen back to what we've done so far? Because it's I honestly like hear like every other word that you're saying. Okay, I will do that. And send it, ship it to me once it's, about it. once you're back. Alrighty, so I we have two picks locked in, and we've got one lean right now, and I believe it is my turn, Magoo. And uh, I'm gonna go with it, man. I know this line has moved a lot. We're not getting the best of it, but I don't care, man. They can take this line by two more touchdowns. I still think we're probably covering. And I, of course, talking about our old buddy James Franklin in state, playing 27 and a half at home versus hapless Purdue and uh, feel really bad for Purdue, actually. You know, they've got some good playmakers, but they lost a quarterback players last week, and when we saw them playing without their starting quarterback last, it was when ETU went up to beat Purdue at home by a ton of points. So now Purdue's going on the road. I have a lot of respect for Jeff Tom as a head coach. I think they're carved up by Penn State. Purdue has the number 118 pass defense in the nation. And in case you missed it, there's only 130. Is it 130 or 132? I can't remember. But anyways, there are 130. That is not good. They're in the bottom 12 in pass <laughs> defense. And Penn State and James Franklin, he loves to cover the spread. I think he loves to cover the spread more than we do, especially at home for his alumni. Uh, and I think that they're really starting to click. Uh, especially on offense. You know, they've uh, had some struggles early on in the season. They didn't look so hot against a couple of teams. They've really been pouring it on lately. They averaged 300 pass yards per game, and that is trending upward. Mainly um, because they opened up a bad line. Poor Purdue. You still need to fix your audio or your whatever. You're now you're the one fading in and out. I like. I have no problem taking a team with boat race potential, seeing as how we've been boat raced, <laughs> especially last week. We were on the boat racer racy side. <laughs> bad, bad, bad picks. But I have no problem backing Penn Pennsylvania State, laying a big number. Not at all. Okay. Well, let's do it, man. Okay. Pull up my sheet. Apologies for the sloppiness this week. Caught me a little off guard. All right. You don't like this play, Uh-oh. but I think it's a. I think it's zigzag. I think both these teams are zig and zaggy. I think Kansas State oh. zags, and then they zig back home. Baylor, they zig. They look great. Even even that last game, they zigged in the first half, and then in the fourth quarter, they zagged. Too much zigzag. 
But now the stars are aligning in our favor. I like Kansas State to just win the game, basically. We're laying one and a half. So they just got to win the game. I have no problem doing that. You like Baylor. You think they're frisky. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more suspect. But, or not, not, not suspect of Baylor, but going on the road now, leaving the state of Texas, Kansas State is pissed off. They just came off an embarrassing loss last week. Got the crack kicked out of them by Oklahoma State. Love to back the team that was just embarrassed. Yeah, um, I agree <laughs> that we can't take Baylor. I mean, that would just be way too square to take them on the road after Kansas State got throttled last week. But I think more than that, I think that they got exposed. If you look back at Kansas State's schedule, literally the only game that they looked good and impressive on was Mississippi State. State. And now we've seen, hey, Mississippi State may not be that great. So now their whole season is not looking very impressive. And Baylor has questions, too. But I will say that score last week looked very, very suspect. Like, it, it was not that close at all. Iowa State scored all 21 of their points in the fourth quarter. Baylor had complete control of that game. And, you know, a team like Baylor, they don't really know how to keep the foot on the gas. They don't know how to close it out. They're on the come-up still. Um, and I think they just – you know, took their eye off the prize for a little bit and almost cost them. So I really think we need to learn a little bit more about the team. Okay, well, sounds like we've a five-and-a-half-point favorite Kansas State. Hmm. Well, sounds like we've got some board bets to make this week. Board bet. I definitely would be happy to do that. I want the money on it. <laughs> Okay, so we'll roll your next Roll your next I'm, one. I'm going back to the. Oh man, should I go full square or do you want a dog? You want to? No, I'm gonna go full square. I, again, <laughs> I don't know how this team somehow is getting hated on so much because every time I watch them, I'm like, this team is is great and they're getting disrespected by you line makers. Me. Oh yeah, you <laughs> you can all be there, great. Oh, I love them. <laughs> no, I am talking about the University of Texas Longhorns, your favorite team. They are on the road against West Virginia. And I will tell you, there is a square narrative. And the last time Look we ahead. really loved Texas, we went against a square narrative. Everybody was talking about Tom Herman, you got to play him as a dog, play him as a dog. Well, we faded him, and we won big with LSU. But now I'm going against another square narrative. Everybody's talking about how Texas is no good the week before the Red River shootout with OU. And that is correct. They have failed to cover six of the last seven of their games prior to the OU game. However, I think this season is a little bit different. Texas needs to win. They need to win impressively. They need to keep their They, they do. get some momentum going into this game. They've already had a not to mention, this is a revenge game for Texas. I know we love those. They lost 42 to 41 last year back when West Virginia was good. And that was in Austin. They gave the horns down, too. And they gave the horns down. Yes, Rear. and that was in Austin. So I think we have a pissed off Texas team rolling into West Virginia. I don't. Let's not forget, West Virginia was a five and a half win team. 
five and a half foot win total team this year, and they were actually starting to shade down. Uh, both the Bear and Stanford Steve are on West Virginia, and you know, they started talking about secondary and running back injuries for Texas, but I don't think that matters. West, West Virginia is not going to test Texas's secondary. This is going to be a break for Texas. They've gone against some really good offenses so far this year. Hit and a half, not a lot to lay. I think they get out early and they win big. This could be a boat break. I like the boat race potential. You convinced me. I had this as a pass only because of the look ahead. But you just convinced me. I like the, the best point I like is that they have to win impressively. They don't feel like they're out of the playoff. They don't have the luxury of screwing around with West Virginia, even if it means not, you know, going vanilla prior to Oklahoma, resting more players. I worry a little bit about the back door, but hopefully they're up by 30 by the time the backdoor option comes into play. So, uh, let's let's put that in the yes pile. Roll, roll, roll. All right, what do you got next? Mm. So, I had two games in the bucket of um, do not, under any circumstance, lay the points with this coach. What in the world do these two teams – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you two plays. You might want to – I'll give you two options. It's what in the hell are these teams having business laying this many points? One is Matt Luke. Why in the world does he have business <laughs> laying seven and a half points? I don't care that it's Vanderbilt. They're a SEC team that has a pulse. I mean, they're not the worst team, but they put up 35 on LSU's defense. <laughs> Why would you lay seven and a half with Matt Luke? The other one is – Minnesota, what in the world yeah. business do they have laying 13 and a half at home? Every game they've played is, has been close, has been down to the wire. So why am I going to lay 13 and a half at this point now? Yeah. Talk me off. You know, second, what I, I like it a lot more. And just because I've seen more out of Illinois than I've seen out of Vanderbilt, um, yeah, Minnesota's defense especially has not been that great. And what I love about Illinois is that they have an excellent running game. And if you're giving me a dog, also not to mention off of a bye week, if you're giving me a dog off of a bye week with mm-hmm. a good running game that can slow down this Minnesota team that's not really that good on offense as it is, I think 13 and a half points is way, way too much. So I'm actually going to lock that one. Lock it, roll it. Well, I'm uh, I'm headed out, so we about have five more minutes. Uh, I was uh, putting a little mouthwash. Oh dear! <laughs> High quality podcast per huge. Um, and I, yeah, this 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 might be a new low. Magoo, I'm going to star the Vanderbilt game. I just don't know much about. I was looking through Vanderbilt's box scores, and they just they just. I will say the one thing about. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. It is a pure, it is a pure remember. You take the seven and a half. Yeah, I will say Ole Miss at least has a good good offense um, so, that could cause us concern here. Um, sorry. So Magoo, should we wrap this up for right now? Then... Oh, I got I got time for your. One from you and one for, for me. 
Uh, I am going one back to the All right, you got to you have to adjust your speaker. You're uh, definitely sounding a little robotic and fading out. Might have been my fault because I lost my Wi-Fi now. Uh, I'm just sitting here. Okay. Uh, so I'm going back to my service academies, and you actually probably won't like this one because I'm going against the team that was good to us earlier in this year, and I like another home dog service academy. Maybe. Plus three and a half points, and for that reason, I think maybe is come up. I think a lot of people are still looking at last year, how it spiraled out of control. They were just so bad at the end of the season. Um, and they're looking at that team. But I think this team is much improved. And let's not forget, the game that started the spiral for Navy was for their They were just straight up American last year. And that set the season in the spiral. Uh, they do have a revamp program. time I've watched Air Force, I get what you're saying with the spots, but um, they just look so impressive every time I've watched them. They, they've got a little bit of a passing game, too. It's crazy. And they've got a really good defense. Um, they had no business losing the cover last week. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'd step in front of it. It's a one point. We're getting two and a half points, but when there's a potential boat race, I would say I'd say, I don't know. that Lean Navy, I'm not sure I want to make it a play. Okay, I'll put a star by it. We'll not lock it in this play. You want to give me one more, Magoo? I will give you one more. So we kind of like Michigan. I won't get to the big game yet because I've been oscillating. I guess we can – let's pencil that one for after commercial break. What's the big and, game? Well, oh, well, there. I guess there's a couple. we got Auburn, Florida. Western Michigan versus Toledo? <laughs> we kind of like Toledo again. Ride Toledo, baby. All right, you're not going to like this one. I'll give you one more, and we'll, we'll get to the big games after the break. Um, you're going to hate this one, but I like – I'm going back to the well, and that this line is – just seems ridiculously high. I know this is not Stanford season, but this is a monster letdown spot for Washington. Yep. Our Huskies that we've been riding. Are you going to make them a 16-and-a-half-point home dog, the Stanford Cardinals? Yeah, this, is not, this is not that ridiculous. I know they, they um, barely squeaked by Oregon State, but Oregon State put on a massive, massive run in the fourth quarter in order to cover that. So th- this is not as bad a team that went to UCF and got the crap, kick, crap kicked out of them. They should have covered versus um, Oregon, and they were only 10-and-a-half-point favorites. 
I think Oregon is probably better than Washington. I'm going to call my shot. So let me know what you think about Stanford with a 16, catching two touchdowns and a couple points. Washington is a massive public side. Yeah, and let's not forget, Washington kind of screws around when they get up big, too. Um, we, they do. We bet, on, we bet on Washington twice, I think, this year. Um, and both times, we almost lost on a backdoor cover by the other team, and that was versus Hawaii and USC. Uh, the only time they didn't do that was, I think, when they played uh, BYU. Uh, they just kind of uh, never looked back there. But that was when BYU was completely broken down and just had had no more to give after that tough start to the season. So, yeah, uh, I, I need to look into the Stanford side more. I just want to see, are they getting healthier? I want to look into the box scores at Oregon State a little bit. But that is encouraging that it was kind of a backdoor cover by them. Huge backdoor. Jeff Sagarin, this is one of his biggest uh, uh, spread variances. He makes uh, Washington an eight-and-a-half point favorite. But I agree, man. Sixteen-and-a-half. They've gone too far, man. Uh, yeah. Let's settle down. Let's settle team. down. They still have a decent defense, man. So let's do it. Sixteen and a half points. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and lock that in. Uh, Roll. Okay, we, have, we have six plays right now. We have Texas minus ten and a half versus West Virginia. We have Penn State minus twenty-seven and a half at home versus Purdue. We have Marty plus two and a half at home versus Tulane. We have Stanford plus sixteen and a half at home versus Washington. We've got Modoc Jen. Michigan, whatever, is minus three and a half at home versus Iowa. We've got Illinois plus 13 and a half. Off of bye week versus Minnesota. Magoo, we will continue our discussion a little bit later. Roll. <coughs> Let's get on with your uh, next pick. Oh, my goodness. We have six. I feel like we don't have six. I feel like I was a little iffy. We don't have Navy in there, right? I... I, I, I could see Navy covering by all means, but I feel like it's going to be a sweat no matter what. Like, I don't see a scenario yeah, where problem. I don't see a scenario where Navy just boat races Air Force, and I feel like that's been kind of garbaging us lately. Is we pick these games like where we're like, well, you know, if we cover, it'll be a grind, and it's like well, we just pick some boat races, you know, like if USF. If USF was going to cover that game last week, it was going to be a, you know, like some sort of a backdoor or something like that. Yeah, let's slide leave, down, man. Let's leave um, Navy off. My next pick. They are not in it. We have six without Navy. Hmm. So, I've seen enough friskiness out of this team to where one week of kind of getting shellacked at Wyoming, I don't really. I'm not going to put too much weight on, but um, why is Boise laying so many points versus UNLV? <laughs> I feel like because they're UNLV. Oh, I've seen enough from them. Like I watched the I watched that whole Northwestern garbage where we laid 18 and a half with Northwestern, and UNLV had enough friskiness to where they should be able to cover three touchdowns. Over three touchdowns versus Boise. Uh, you may be right, but that goes against our rule. We're not betting crummy teams anymore, man. <laughs> You're it's done. Not with worth it. it. You don't. I'm done. So you. 
So last week was the final straw for you. Yeah, it doesn't make sense in a contest setting. So we bet, we bet you. Well, <laughs> one week too late. We bet USF, Nebraska, Kansas. and uh, who was the team that got <laughs> blown out by Kansas? TCU? Kansas. Oh God, so bad. so bad, embarrassing. All right, yeah. we'll go to your next one. I have a couple more. And we bet Ole Miss the, the week before. How about that? Um, uh, we got burned on that one really bad this year. Yeah. Um, what have I talked? Oh, I don't think we've talked about Iowa State yet. I, I kind of like mm. Iowa State. I feel like it's a bounce back spot for them. They're oh, laying thought, three and a half at home. I'm surprised. I thought when we were texting, you you didn't like Iowa State. I liked Iowa State, and you were. I thought you were on the. Um, no, and, and the more and more I've thought about this, I think it's a good spot for Iowa State. It's a sleepy spot for TCU. And I like both coaches, um, but and they both have pretty good defenses, but I think Iowa State's defense is better. And if all they have to do is key in on the run game of TCU and they can shut that down, I don't think the quarterback can beat them in the passing game. Whereas Iowa State, they've got Brock Purdy, they've got some playmakers, um, so I think they get the edge. It'll probably still be kind of a low-scoring game, but I could see Iowa State winning like 28-14, to 28-10, something like that. Um, so I kind of like the three and a half. Well, that was one of my plays too was Iowa State. Um, I love fading the team that looked a little too good the week before and the team that's got some – the team that's kind of pissed off after – Losing to the Baylor Bears, mm-hmm. for sure. I love that play. We need to we need to pencil that one. I that was one of my plays was Iowa State. You took one of mine. Well, we got seven. Should we shut her down? Well, let's see. Or can we? So. We haven't. We haven't. Well, we haven't talked about the. We need to talk about the big the big games at least. Uh. <laughs> you don't we'll like talk those. About- uh, well, um, I like Sparty, and we got cooted oh, by we got cooted by Ohio State last week. But again, this is like I'm I'm not afraid to go back to the well. This is another ridiculous line. Like holy Moses, Vegas! I just feel like cannot afford to keep losing with Ohio State and the ticket count. So I don't. I don't have a problem with taking 20 and a half. I I think we probably overrated Nebraska a little bit. I mean, they burned us with Colorado. And so um, I think Nebraska is just not a good team. I think Michigan State is, you know, they're competent. Their defense is certainly something that can at least slow down Ohio State. And – I, I think Vegas gets their revenge this week with Michigan State. Oh, man. You don't love it? Uh, I mean, it violates a freight train. So I Yeah, I just don't want to jump. Really. <laughs> Learned our lesson. All right. Man. Maybe you uh, board bet that one. Many other games to choose. No, I mean, I would lean that way, too. I, I really would. But um, I guess the other big game you're referring to is Auburn on the road, like two and a half points versus Florida. Bueller? Yeah, absolutely. So, 
you know, my bro has been uh, Auburn alum has been on the money with his Auburn predictions the past two games. Thanks for when we, uh, you know, took a M <laughs> versus Man, Auburn on the road. Well, I thought Auburn was a public dog, and it turns out more people are on a m and that was a misfire. Uh, but then last week he said, <laughs> before the game last week, he was like, yeah, we're going to blow up Mississippi State, and then we'll lose to Florida. And lo and behold, they blew up Mississippi State, so I'm, I'm just, like, wondering, like, if he's right on – like, he's an Auburn homer, and he still thinks they're going to lose to Florida, even after watching them blow out Mississippi State last week. So, it gave me a lot of, like, eyebrow raise. Like, he might be onto something. Florida uh, has a – Florida has a look ahead to LSU, but I don't think they're looking past Auburn. They're the number eight yeah. in the country. No, this is a big game, and this is too big of a game to have a look ahead. Um, yeah, I wish we were getting the full three points. Uh, I feel like this is probably. I don't a love it. I think a I lot of people are stay be You know, just like this other Ohio State, a lot of people are going to bet them. A lot of people are going to bet Auburn. So let's just root for the dogs. Yeah, um, and I mean, like a lot of people might be on Florida too. So it's just like one of those like people are going to be on both sides and it's like, no matter what happens, like somebody's losing. So yeah, I'd rather just stay away and not find value in like, you know, I like Troy plus 24 and a half versus Mizzou. <laughs> so there's a game I want to bet, but I'm kind of struggling with it. And it's, um, it's Miami laying 13 and a half points. Ah, that was versus mine. Virginia Tech. That was, mine. yeah, I just don't. So, I really feel like Virginia Tech, obviously they quit against Duke, and it kind of makes me wonder, are they, have they quit on the season now? Um, they're 0-4 ATS. Their average ATS loss has been by 21 points per game this year, which is crazy. They still have an okay defense, though, but their offense is, is pretty pitiful. Um, we don't even know who the QB is going into this game. Um, Miami, though, their offense isn't really anything that – to write home about. So this almost falls into the category of should they really, this team, I can't believe this team is laying that many points. Um, Miami's offensive line still struggling. Lots of freshmen starting. They've only rushed 1.6 yards per carry for central Michigan, but man, I just love, you know, and that was my regret for not betting Florida versus Tennessee. I, I just think there's a lot of built-in advantages. when you think a team that, has like, is it just in shambles and they've given up on the season? I kind of think that might be where Virginia Tech is at the moment. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I love Miami. They're coming off a bye. Um, this would violate the don't fade the team that looked awful the week before that got blown yeah. out. Except I kind of feel like there's an exception for exceptionally bad teams. Yeah. I don't know if they've quit on Fuentes yet, but they're bad. I was heavy on Duke last week, and it's like Miami, the players, they're not quitting on Manny Diaz. It's his first year, but Virginia Tech's seen like four years of Fuentes, and um, they're they're awful. I mean, Duke is probably not quite as good as Miami, and Duke was on the road, and Duke uh, beat them by 40. So you're telling me Miami can't beat them by a couple touchdowns? Uh, 
So, and the other the other angle I love about this game for Miami is Virginia Tech is still technically a nameplate. You know, you know, I love my theory on the nameplate mm. um, angle of it still says Virginia Tech across the front of their jerseys, which holds weight with squares. Squares are still like, well, it says Virginia Tech. I'm going to take the two touchdowns. Well, you replace Virginia Tech and you put a, you know, UMass on that and <laughs> the angle quite changes quite a bit. So we got the nameplate jersey going. We got the nameplate, the team coming off the bye. There's some factors in here taking Miami. Um, I'm checking the line right now. It might be over 14. I'm actually um, checking all lines where we might be It is be 14, pretty much consensus. It opened up eight and a half. Man, what a bad line. I wish we could have gotten that one. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, what other games... So I'll put oh, Miami as a well, lean. I think we were on opposite sides of this one, but I like Texas Tech, believe it or not. Oh, <laughs> wow. Six and a half versus Oklahoma State. Um, this is a classic zigzag. Oklahoma State looked too good last week, and I really can't fault Texas Tech for getting blown out to Oklahoma, but um, pff, come on. That's a little that, – that, this line's a little bit high. There was a lot of lines. I was like, come on. Like especially Stanford, I was like, "What the hell? Come on, they're still, they're still a competent team." Yeah, Stanford it's is not- kind of ridiculous. That's going to be an ugly dog. Stanford and Illinois—they're they're going to be hard to root for, but <laughs> we'll see. LSU, um, Utah State. I still like Utah State a little bit because of LSU's giant look ahead, but again, that's a high variance. <laughs> game. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, I mean, the over under is 73, which makes me think like, okay, they obviously think Utah State's going to score. So, right. That's interesting. Yeah, I'd rather not step in front of the train again, but I I think Utah State's the side. I kind of like I kind of like Nebraska, man. Seven and a half. I do too. Yeah, I that mean, was my side. They were completely embarrassed last week, and they have us a little game. shook, though. You'll admit they have us a little shook. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we we bet them twice. We lost. We lost on them twice. It's been oh, pretty bad. Man. Um, but Northwestern, I think last week is is as good as it's going to get for Northwestern. I mean, I they put their all that that was their game. They came up short. And now they lost their best wide receiver to injury. Um, so a bad offense is going to get worse technically. They have the they, and they have the worst yards per play in college football, 3.9, and only 15 points per game. Um, man, I don't know. I, I could see this being a total, total boat race. Nebraska pissed off and just, you know, running it up. I mean, it's going to be so much easier to move the ball in Northwestern. Ohio State. These are going to be athletes of similar or lesser size. Oh, the other one I kind of liked too was uh, <laughs> back to my Pac-12. Uh, I kind of like Arizona on the road against Colorado. Um, I think um, there's Col- too many injury things going on with that game. Um, 
Chenault at Colorado is banged up. We don't know the status of Khalil Tate. If I knew we were getting Khalil Tate, I would say, yeah, let's bet Arizona. But I don't want to bet a quarterback on their first road game ever. Um, he looked good last week, but you know how it goes with backups. That first game, they look good. And then afterwards, teams get game tape, and they kind of come back down to earth again. So The other one I there, actually – and that, I'm a – the other one I love is is uh, you know I'm a sucker for this. I'm a sucker for the angle of the uh, the starting QB goes down and it's up to the backup, and so the line's already adjusted for the backup. And I love when the team rallies around the backup QB. So my Cal Bears, oh boy. That's, a, that's a large line for a very good defense. And yeah, it's not Garbers out there, but. 18 and a half? That is a lot of points for a conference game with a more than competent defense. Yeah. Um, so the problem is <laughs> Cal got beat Cal got beat at home by 18 points last year. So if you translate and, and I don't know. I mean, that was with Garbers. Defense pretty much the same. Uh this kind of goes against our freight train theory, but I do agree the line is too high. I think everybody saw how how bad the quarterback looked in relief, but it's it's different. You know, when you're coming into a game uh, that you weren't expecting to play in, that's a little bit different. But when you have over a full week to prepare, I think this is the rally behind game. Um, so I am with you. I, I lean Cal. I could be talked into it. I mean, after all, they a top 15 defense getting 18 and a half points, that's – very, very tempting. Um, so, all right. So, you don't like Miami. I think that has boat race potential. That's what I love about that one. No, I, I, I lean th- them. I definitely lean them. I, I think that could be like 30 to 10 type game. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about going for the boat race. So, if we just want to go big fades only, take all these underdogs <laughs> off. Oh, you'll like this one. Um, Stanford and Washington. So there's, I mean, there's a decent amount of bets here, but 50% of the bet tickets are on Washington, but 90% of the money is on Stanford. <laughs> mm. Hey, I'm looking at the Virginia Tech Miami game. And it looks like Virginia Tech's getting more of the bets. That's, man, maybe you're, you're on to something with the name players. Virginia Tech is getting more of the bets. More of the money is on Miami, though. Ah, there you go. I like that. That's what I'm seeing. Ah, man. If we break another rule, break another rule and lose. <laughs> hey, are there any? Um, I don't know. I I think there's got to be exceptions. Are there any system plays? You know, this week there are not. There's not a single system play. There's there's some ones that are close actually. So um maybe there's not. I feel like there's a ten point spread. Well, Texas and West Virginia obviously is it's not close, but it's uh a little bit. It's a road dog. It's ten and a half, but that's not Baylor's probably the closest. I mean they they should be ranked, but uh... Yeah, Baylor's not ranked though. Yeah. Oh, um, there is one. There is one not on the card, actually. So Cincinnati. 
Um, oh, not, not on our card, but they are <clears throat> catching three and a half versus UCF. Well, you'll have to bet that one on your own. Dude. <laughs> Might be a good teaser uh, candidate. Other than that, no system plays this week, believe it or not. How did they do okay, last what? week? There was there was a system play last week that. Uh, let's never talk about last week again. Um, all right, what about North Carolina laying ten and a half on the road at Georgia Tech? See, you like North Carolina, and I'm like, they put everything they had into that Clemson game. Every square is betting North Carolina. It's just, it's it's too square. They probably do blow out Georgia Tech, but damn. It's such a square play. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I almost think that, like, the argument that they almost – oh, wow, they're getting 83% of the bets. Um, I almost feel it's like so the square. argument of them almost beating Clemson and having a letdown is, is kind of square because they were – I mean, they were supposed to lose to Clemson, so losing by a point – uh, you know, and having a chance to beat them at the very end. I mean, that's a pretty cool deal. So I think they should feel better about themselves. And, you know, they're still in the thick of it to win the ACC, whatever, division, Coastal, I guess. Um, so they kind of need to start <clears throat> a smackdown and asserting their dominance. But, you know, Georgia Tech, they've scored 14, 14, 24, and the 24 was in a loss to Citadel. And then two. <laughs> they scored two points last week. I uh. mean – I just like these pile-on games, man. So um, that's what makes me kind of like it. Could I mean you could money. you could you could convince me? It's got boat race potential. I just don't understand hey, why it's so low. It's check this out. Northwestern is getting sixty-six percent of the bets versus uh, Nebraska. Yet the line is moving the other way. You know what they call that? Reverse line movement. Yeah. No, I like Nebraska. I think they need a team to – they were embarrassed last week. And they need a, they need a team to beat up on. Um, but right now we're 0-2 against betting Nebraska games. And <laughs> how much – yeah, we're, or, or we're due or is it like – are we rattled? Well, we might as well like find out if we're uh, if Nebraska gets our Achilles heel this season or not. Oh, there are Clemson. <laughs> okay, we we so Magoo, games last year lost. We need to stop talking about any other games because now we've got way too many leagues. You don't um, like Tennessee plus twenty four and a half? No, no. <laughs> um, okay, so our locks are Texas. Penn State, Army, mm. Stanford, Michigan, meh, and Illinois. Michigan makes mm-hmm. me the most worried on that list. Same. I, I would have to agree. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed you don't see my UNLV side, but sure. Oh, I do. I just don't think that's a wise <laughs> bet. I mean, hey, I would bet it if we were in Vegas, but I just don't think it should make our contest <laughs> So do we like Miami better than um, Michigan? I oof, that's tough, man. Okay, so then our problem with that one. Wait, wait, did we? Did you call off uh, Illinois? Yes. Okay, I'll just make sure Illinois is in it. Okay. Okay, so then our leans are North Carolina. I don't even know if are we going to call Pitt a lean. I I don't know about that. Um. 
it's a lean for me. So, and then do we have Iowa State should... in there as a lean? Yeah, we have Miami as a lean. We have Cal as a lean, and Nebraska as a lean. Hmm. I'm not going to count Vandy. I, I just don't see any reason doing that. I'm rattled on Nebraska. I think. Oh man, Northwest easily... is so bad. They're bad. It's. I mean, their defense is frisky. <sighs> UNLV was moving the ball up and down on Northwestern. Oh man, <laughs> I like UNLV. <laughs> oh. I I don't think they're like the worst team. I don't think they should be catching twenty three and a half. S and P plus makes them an so, eighteen and a half point dog. And and you don't like our boyfriends uh, from Toledo. No, no. Actually, I'm the other way on that oh. one. Oh. No. Well, the bets say uh, Western Michigan inside. I'm looking at so I'm looking at also the records. I love when the when you get like into week five, the records of like the the squares start to look at the teams with the better records to cover spreads. Yeah. I'm looking at like what we could use that. I mean Iowa Michigan is one. Um frankly. Um Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. That's a big one. Well, sir, I think we should figure the rest of this out on the offline. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, you we need just to do some to... more research. What was the Sagarin? What are the adjusted point totals? What was the Miami one? So they both – so Sagarin and S&P Plus, Sagarin had a 16, S&P had 14 – so it's pretty close. Hmm. The biggest outliers, let me see here. Actually, they're all pretty damn close, to be honest. Um, they both kind of like Arizona, but I don't know if they're figuring in Tate or the other quarterback. Um, Sagarin really likes our Stanford play. He has... Washington isn't as an eight and a half point favorite, but S and P plus has Washington as a 19 and a half point favorite. So those kind of, uh, huh. negate each other. And S and P plus makes Nebraska a 10 point favorite, but Sagarin is just six and a half. There's really not. So both of them think air force should be closer to a pick versus Navy. <laughs> what about my um, Troy team? Or are you just done taking, you know, mid-majors? <laughs> oh, no. I, I like Troy kind of versus uh, Missouri. I definitely do. I think it's a good defense. Yeah, and Troy's an underdog with, with an, they can score a little bit too. So, And I just kind of wonder what's Missouri's real motivation for this game. <clears throat> There's no way I can convince you in Sparty. Um, no. No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Or Cal. Yeesh. I don't, Man, I don't like, like. I don't like Cal either. The the potential boat race. Yeah, they, they, those will only go a boat race in one way. I mean, it won't boat race in our favor. So the one, I guess, the one that both S and P Plus and Sagarin uh, agree on is that LSU is too big of a favorite. They both 
Uh, <laughs> Sagarin has him as an 18-point favorite, and S&P has him as a 21-and-a-half. However, Rufus Peabody said he's on LSU, so I don't know. I, I, none of the I stats really – they didn't really jump out at me this week. It's interesting. Like, I know LSU to, like, lay an egg with these – with these type of games, and they do have the monster look ahead. I can't imagine they try to give away a lot of plays. I don't yeah. know. We might see more value. I'm looking at some lines. Uh, there's really no good value lines that we could get from any other remaining plays. I mean, we're only getting a half point with Arizona. Um, we're actually getting a bad line with if we laid Nebraska. The line's at seven. Oh, it we'd is. Have to lay the, we'd have to lay the hook. Yeah, North Carolina, Georgia Tech, spot on. Um, Toledo's a two-point favorite over Western. No, Michigan. Nebraska's seven and a half everywhere in the right now. I'm reading it right here, son. Nebraska You're... is a seven. Are you on the garbage one... action app? I'm on Fedvada. Yes. Well, there you go. Miami's that means 14. So that means Miami's... that's also right there. If Fed Vada has him as seven, then the square side is Northwestern. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Still, it's the hook. That's a big, the big uh, pass through. Oh man. Well, the Northwestern is getting 66 percent of the bets. I, that's interesting. Yeah, they're getting it's they're getting a larger percentage of the bets. More money's on Nebraska. I I agree there. Uh, Iowa State was Iowa State. They were in the maybe pile, right? Yeah, I don't love that one. You don't love my Texas Tech Red Raiders. No, and all the while, and all the while, we're sitting here, and it's like. Don't be an idiot. Just take Oklahoma to lay the points no matter what it is. Oof. I don't know, man. It's so many. So many. Gosh. It's a lot, and they have a look ahead, too. But <laughs> they cover all of them, though. <laughs> they put up all 60 right. points every well, year. Let's, I'm going to keep researching. Let's uh, reconvene. On I mean, it sounds, like, it sounds like should we just put a team in for Michigan? <sighs> I love yeah. that the media. I love that the media loves Iowa. Like, yeah, when, when when the media touts out that Iowa is the play, it's all reactionary. It's not like, are you looking deeper into this? And then what the squares do is they listen to the media, and the media saying Iowa's the play because they're the better team. What? Because they beat Middle Tennessee and Rutgers. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I can see us keeping the plays that we have in there. Yeah. I mean, it's probably just, already got all these leans, damn it. Michigan, there could be so jacked up this game. That just, could be our boat race. You, you, you think about how many haters there are on Michigan. It's like, if they have any pride, <laughs> they show up to this game. Too bad it's not a primetime game, though. 9 a.m. Hmm. And then part of me is like, man, my brother's been spot on with Florida. You just blindly tail him. 
All righty. Well, let's uh, wrap up this segment, Magoo. Hmm. We'll have to we'll talk about that Michigan play. That's the only one I think we're we're thinking about subbing out. Huh? Yeah, I mean, so Texas were good, Penn State were good, Army were good, Stanford and Illinois were good. <laughs> so yeah, I like it's it. an interesting card. Well, I like it. You should look at uh, Sparty more. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning like Miami, Miami and Nebraska really are the All two. All right, let's 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 pencil this and look at Miami more. I I could substitute Miami. That's that's boat race. I, I think Michigan and Miami are boat race potential. So yeah. Okay. Well, we could. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe we should take out Army then. Are they a boat race? Army versus Dave. Uh, not Navy. Tulane. Uh, Tulane. Interesting. What's the Sagarin on that? So, actually, Sagarin makes Tulane a four and a half point favorite, but S and P Plus makes it a pick'em. So Here, here's what worries a little bit about that pick is line opened up at one, it moved to two and a half, but Army's getting more of the bets and money. So, slight reverse line movement. Yeah, a little bit. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have a feel for that one. That you seem to love that one. That was one of your. I did. I plays. did it first, but I don't know. I, I still <laughs> like it. I still do. I still kind of like it too. Pittsburgh is still kind of like Pittsburgh. We're not. I don't know. Ugh. They're actually those are pretty close teams. I, I don't think we should bet that one. All right. Well. I would be down to do Texas, Penn State, and put in maybe Nebraska. I don't know about Boat. I don't know, man. Do you want to put in Nebraska? I hate that we're not getting the best line with that. No, we're getting the, the Vegas line is what we're getting. It opened up at eight and a half. And we're getting seven hmm. and a half. <laughs> So is Nebraska dead to us if we're zero and three on them in this contest? Oh, for sure! Oh my gosh, <laughs> just dead. And all the while we'll be like, "Well, we should just put in Oklahoma. We should just put in uh, UNLV." <laughs> UNLV. Oh man. Alrighty. Well, let's cut it. Uh, we will. Uh, text we'll the cut rest it here. Of yeah, we're we're dragging. We're uh, we're almost at an hour. So. All right. We will come back Later. with final plays. After a commercial break. Fix your audio, bud. What's wrong with the audio? That's better. Now you figured something out. Okay. Well, we are back, and we have our final picks. I'm just going to go ahead and list them off. We have Texas, minus 10.5, on the road at West Virginia. We have Penn State at home laying 27.5 points versus Purdue. We have Army at home getting 2.5 points versus Tulane. We have Stanford at home getting 16.5 points versus Washington. We have Michigan at home laying 3.5 versus Iowa. We have Illinois on the road at Minnesota getting 13.5 points. And our final play is Miami at home laying 13.5 points versus Virginia Tech. And hopefully that's our 7-0 week right there. Love it. 
I like all those plays already better than the past two weeks. Well, there we, we have, go. We actually have competent teams this week is what's funny. Yes, we do. So, and I, I hope Stanford. that you... <laughs> hopefully we can knock on wood. Stanford is a competent team. Well, there you go. Well, that's all we have for this week. Magoo, do you want to go ahead and hit them with, with your saying? Absolutely. You cannot lose what you put in the middle. But you can't win much either. <laughs>